1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In 1877, the earth moved with the power of a footballing giant. And the world was introduced to the beautiful game. People might yet win it here for Wolves. Blasting the shot. What a goal! Bully's the hero again. And a podcast is following the giant in its bid for glory at the top of what it created all those years ago. This is the 77 Club. Hello and welcome to episode 127 of the 77 Club. Harry, start with the... Is that wine? Is that wine? No, it's Coke. It's Coke. (laughs) Yeah, is there JD in that? (laughs) There is. Right, go on, so so, carry on. (laughs) Start with the socials. Uh, Yeah, the Wall 77 Club (laughs) on Facebook and Instagram. You can probably hear my kids screaming in the background as well, sorry. It's not. Uh, It's all going to hell. It's all going... Um, Yeah, Spotify, iTunes... Please rate and subscribe, and obviously YouTube still kicking along on that, which is enjoyable. So please subscribe to that too. Adam Bayliss is here, and if you are watching on YouTube, you will see the most outrageous <laughs> moustache since mine not very long ago. Dan, just explain it to begin with, because it is for a good cause, of course. Yes. Good evening, Wolves fans. Um, I had some sad news. Uh, an old boy at the Cricket Club died of can- cancer a week or so ago, um, and as it was coming up to November, we thought a few of the lads we would do Movember. So I might actually post out the sponsorship link. On the socials, if anyone would be so kind, it's obviously going all to the Movember cause for men's health charities, mental health awareness, suicide prevention. There's some great causes in there. Um, but I have got an awful... Can I just say, I wasn't I wasn't laughing at the situation. I was genuinely, I just looked up and then caught the moustache again. <laughs> I, I oh. think I look like the, uh, what's the bloke called from the Adams family? Oh, uh, yeah, Adam. No, the, 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 the <laughs> Adam's family. Gomez, it's family. Gomez. Do you know what you remind me of, Bayless? You know, like the fighter pilots when they wore the goggles and the hats and they had like a moustache. He does look like a war veteran. You do, yeah. yeah, that's it. Right, okay, look, let's start with um, Crystal Palace at home. Uh, a debut, Harry, for uh, Ryan Aitnori, and uh, he marks it with a goal in the 18th minute, and he was brilliant, you've got to say. Oh, mate, brilliant, and... 
it was funny because I was watching the game in the pub with Seb, who used to be on this podcast, and uh, I literally day. looked up at the team sheet when it came out. I said, oh, they must listen to the podcast. And he looked at me and went, Harry, you were predicting like Neto attacking mid with Den Donker and Sace midfield, you can shut up. So I found it funny. You say, but, yeah. well, at least you listen to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, mate, he was the difference. He literally yeah. was the difference. I don't think he was even meant to start here. I think Marcel was meant to, but then he got injured. Then Aiton Ori come in and what a breath of fresh air. And Bayliss mentioned last week about we need two good wing-backs in our system and both our wing-backs are on form and Aiton Ori was a difference. I know Sace is good and he tried to fill in the best he could, but he's not a natural left wing-back and he hasn't got the quality of young Aiton Ori and what a finish and I'm so, so happy for him. We cross over to our wing-back correspondent, Daniel Bayliss. Dan, have we got any wing-backs yet? Uh, we did against Palace. Vastly improved. I do have to say that half the half the reason for the success was how narrow Palace were. God, I thought you were going to pa- Paris let us play in their half down the wing, which just seems mental to do against the Wolves team, but we'll take it all day long. I think both Nori and Semedo had very good games because they had time on the ball to do what they wanted. They could pass freely, they could get crosses into the box. We got around the back. We even got around the back a few times, which is exactly what Wolves need to do, and that's where the goals came from. Sorry, I passed Magic out. Magic when you start playing. Passed out very briefly when you said... Semedo had a good game. I just can, can you say it again? I just did, I didn't know if I yeah. heard it right. Of course, he had a good game. You don't go and beat a team convincingly two 0 Both goals coming down the wings, with your wingers not having good games. Of course, he did. But we've now got to go and replicate that against tougher teams, which we were going to see Sunday. So that's the acid test, isn't it? I can't get over how much you actually do look like a World War Two pilot. <laughs> just, oh, and um, Harry, that starting eleven. Let's run, run through it very quickly. Patricio, Bolly, Cody, Kilman, Semedo, Dendonka, Neves, Aitnori, Neto, Pedence, and Jimenez. I thought Kilman had a, a brilliant game again. You know, we, we keep saying it. He's good with the ball at his feet, but he's really grown into the role as well. And I, I think. He is a mainstay in that side now. Yeah, definitely. We, we say it week on week, don't we, lately? Yeah. He's definitely cemented his place. Um, just, I just want to be really positive this episode as well, because we've had a few, even though we've started well in terms of results, we've had a few really down-the-dumps episodes, haven't we? And yeah. it was generally the first time this year I've been on the edge of my seat really enjoying watching Wolves. Like, in the pub I was in, it was a great atmosphere and just a joy to watch, wasn't it? It just shows what we can do when we could play the way we want to play. Do you know what I mean? Everyone was brilliant. Raul didn't get a goal, but everyone round him was chipping in. And there's so many contenders for the man of the match. Dendonka when he smacked one off the bar as well. Just yeah. a really good performance and it's a joy to watch. And let's hope it can, can continue because maybe Crystal Palace had an off day. I know Bayless thinks they did. Um, but they are on level points for us, weren't they, before the game? So it's a bit harsh to say that. And I'm really happy with the way we played and long may it continue. I do think Palace are a lot like us. I think we're a better team and a more skillful and quality football team, but they're very similar to us in the way they play the football. When they have an off day, they are very bad. You know, they nearly hit us on the break. I thought both penalty shouts were nonsense anyway. Sahar goes down too easily. Um, hmm. But they had a, I don't know. Had a proper off day. No, neither, well, the one was offside anyway. The eight Nori one, I thought it was a penalty, but obviously they didn't They didn't even check it, did they? Or was it that weren't the offside one? Remember the eight Nori one when he took Sahar down? Yeah, second half. I don't think that was a penalty. I was going to say, how brilliant is VAR? I mean, we, we might have hammered it last <laughs> season, at the beginning of this season. How great is, is is it to just have those decisions go your way? It just makes the game so much easier when you don't have to worry about oh, penalties man. or anything like that. I think Jack said, uh, Jack, who, I don't know if he's still alive, lads, but he'll be on back on we'll soon. We'll never know. But, he he we was all we were all buzzing, weren't we, saying how good the performance was, all chatting in the WhatsApp. And he pointed out he was like, lads, but we did ride our luck at times. If it weren't for the AR, they could have got one back, blah blah blah. But for me, 
if we're going to play like that, I don't care if we ride our luck a bit, because mm-hmm. it's better to watch, and we yeah. probably will win games playing that way anyway. If so. you sit back, you're going to give away a couple of chances a game anyway. Exactly, yeah. Harry, I've been guilty for um, sort of saying that I wasn't enjoying the football, and it wasn't sure whether it was right that it was back, because the fans aren't in the ground, it's just not the same. I think this week has been a, a real eye-opener, because it almost got taken away from us, and just as we started playing well... It, how is this performance? I know it's only early on in the season, but how how does it compare to the others that we've seen so far? Oh, it's the best performance by a mile, isn't it, really? I mean, we've had some good performance in terms of defending and seeing out results, apart from obviously the Newcastle one, but going forward, it's the best. It's the best. Apart from like the first eight minutes against Sheffield United, it's the best performance. And obviously when we go in 2-0 up at half-time, you know we're going to try and see it out. That's just the way Nuno is. But I'd rather see us fly it on first half and get a few goals like we did against Palace than maybe nick one late one late on in the second and then sit back for the last 20 or something. So yeah, th- the best performance. It was so, so similar to the first eight minutes against Sheffield United. <laughs> yeah. Play quickly, get the ball down the wing, transfer well, Cody distributes from the back fantastically. Cheers. Wolves football. And how much of a difference is Cody making, Dan? You know, he, he's putting oh, in performance geez. after performance. If Harry Maguire's worth, what was he? 70 million? 80 million. <laughs> 80, wow. Connor Cody must be worth 138 billion trillion. <laughs> <laughs> well, we took it. Uh, but I'll get Donald Trump to do the recount on it. Excellent. <laughs> uh, we take that starting 11, Harry. We've talked about how well it's, per- it's performing at the moment, and obviously the debut for Aiden Nori as well. He's not going to be budged from that position anytime soon, I wouldn't have thought, and certainly not for the next game against Leicester. How well, though, do you think the bench performed in that game? Well, obviously, Fabio Silva come on very late. Remind me who else come on? I forget right uh, now. Matinia came on for Neto and uh, Traore for Pedence, and that was pretty much the same time, 76 minute, and yeah, you're right. Yeah, Matinia obviously didn't have much to do. Traore, I, I worry about him because... Mm. He hasn't done anything for a while, has he? And he's coming on and Neto and Pedenz are playing really well. And when he does come on, he's not exactly setting the world alight, is he? So they're okay. I think Fabio Silva might be a bit annoyed he didn't get a bit more time than literally coming on for stoppage time. But yeah, they did okay, I suppose. But the game was kind of already done when the substitutions yeah, were made. The thing is with Silva is that Raul does so much work going backwards that you don't really realise yeah. that if he'd have brought him on to any earlier, it might have swung it a little bit more in Palace's favour and telling a kid that's just out and out striker to go and sit back and sit in might have been a difficult task for him but he does need some game time totally agree we were sort of saying last week weren't we that they they need a bit of game time together because I think it'd be good for the 18 year old to learn his craft with someone like Raul Jimenez because in my opinion he is world class he's going to love it he's yeah, going to love it when right, yeah. Roch, Rochdale sticks seven bells of shit up him <laughs> In the FA Cup in a couple of weeks. Was <laughs> oh, it January the seventh? Isn't it FA Cup? Yeah. First, first one. Uh, Harry, do you, I mean, just going back to the bench is, in, and you mentioned Traore there. Do, do you think his his place in terms of coming on and changing games? Because I know sometimes we looked in previous week, you look at the bench and think, well, is there someone that can change it? It should be Traore, but at the moment he isn't. Do you think he is he's worth that gamble to bring on if if you're in need of changing a game? Yeah, it's it's a weird one because he's been play, he played really well for Spain in the international break and he probably is thinking to himself, why am I starting? But he's not because Bedence and Neto are playing well. The thing is with Traore, he needs us to be playing like on the counter, doesn't he, for him to be really effective and for him to run at teams. And 
if he's not on it and he don't get it his own way, he's just sometimes he's just ineffective, isn't he? He mm. just goes missing. So if he wants to start be a starter, and there's rumours, um, I don't know how true, you obviously see the rumour on Twitter that he's signing a new deal soon, but will he want to sign a new deal if he don't think he's going to be a starter? Because if I was him, I wouldn't want to. So it'd be interesting to see that. And yeah, when he comes on now, he's really got to take his chance because the people in his positions are just playing really well at the moment. Um, Bayliss, for you, do you think his impact is enough at the moment? Because uh, I, I imagine he'll be knocking on Nuno's door almost asking for a starting berth because he wants to be going at them from the off. It will be because he's got that option from the off when we want to go at teams. At the same time, he still created a chance, if not two, against Palace. Um, wasn't a great attempted finish by him, but I don't think you can knock what he does. And when we're playing, again, the teams that press us further at the pitch, having someone with his raw pace is just... It's got to be there. I think when we start playing, I don't know. I'm trying to think who's going to really push us and try and press us. We got uh, Liverpool soon, haven't we? Have we? Yeah, that's a different level again. But I'm thinking like a, a team that's not as good that presses quite high up the pitch. Sheffield United maybe be one of them. Leeds are another example of it. But um, I see no issue with him. What he's doing now and the option he brings, you've got to stick with him. Uh, Harry, up to what is it? Oh, um, time recording. I think it's it like is six, it? sixth in the league. What was yeah. it? I was checking the table. Three points from top. Don't want to get it wrong. Um, <laughs> are you starting to believe a little bit? I mean, I know it's so frustrating that we haven't got a European campaign <laughs> to, to worry about. But I mean, you know, the way this season's going, people on Twitter were talking about title challenges. They were the same people that were talking about relegation the week before. So you take it with a pinch of salt. But are you starting to get excited by this side because it's taken a little bit of time and as it has done in previous seasons sort of get into the groove and, and sort of get going yeah I am a little bit but we know it can all change quickly we might go back to not playing well again but it, we've had a, a little bit I say easy we've had a favourable run of fixtures the last few games so until mm. we start playing the top top teams then we can see but yeah why not if we continue playing like we did against Crystal Palace from now on and even if we don't, can grind out results as we did towards the beginning of the season. Um, we've bad, we, we thought they were bad performances, but we were still getting the points. Why not? Because this league is all over the place. Yeah. We don't know what's going on. So if we win 3-0 against Leicester, we go top of the league, back to <laughs> Liverpool. <laughs> uh, let's talk about Leicester because, you know, they're up next and second in the league. They've had a brilliant performance, uh, something win over Leeds midweek. Um Harry, I just want to start though with with Brendan Rodgers, and it's more of a of a discussion top, topic really to begin with, rather than um, talking about the team we're going to play. Is that a lot of people, including Simon Jordan, actually this week on Talk Sport, and I really really like Simon Jordan. I think what he says is brilliant. He's got some really good things to say, but he called him an elite manager, and and lots of people were, were calling him an elite manager too. Just one of your thoughts on Brendan Rodgers. Would you class him as an elite manager? No, just because. Obviously, he did amazing at Celtic, but I could probably manage Celtic and win the league, especially in his era when he was there when Rangers were nothing. As many times as he did. He did all right at Swansea. Liverpool, yes, they came close, but yeah, they didn't win the league. So he's done good at Leicester as well, there's no doubt about it. But to say he's elite, I mean, would you put him up there with like Klopp and Pep? I don't think I would. No. But I think he's, I'd say, just below, just below. But I'm sure he thinks he's elite because he's quite an arrogant bloke, isn't he? Bayliss, he's got a good character. <laughs> I don't mind him as a manager I think he does very well with the team he's got he had a good team that he inherited at Leicester in all fairness to him but he's bought well so you can't knock him for that Tillman's is a brilliant buy mm. so Barnes is a good buy uh, you know what I'm struggling to say that he's in the elite because he hasn't 
yet done it. But that Leicester team's a good team, in my opinion. So he, he has the chance to. Um, that I think they've got more chance of being title contenders than us. When you say when you say he's, yeah, to be perfectly when, honest, when you say he hasn't done it, what is that? I mean, I, I imagine what you class him as elite manager. What would it take to have done it? What, what's on the list? You got to win something in Europe, haven't you? You've got to win a, one of the proper yeah. one of the proper leagues and something in Europe. Um, he had he got so close with Liverpool and Gerard bottled it for him. Sorry. Everyone talks yeah. about oh, Gerard yeah. slip, don't they? I mean, it was in the fifteenth minute. They had a bit of time to sort of uh, catch up with them. Funny you, uh, funny you say that, Bayless. I listened to Stephen uh, Stephen Gerrard on a podcast today, and he said Brendan Rodgers during that run up when he did slip. But yeah. he said it before every game in that really critical run in, like when they beat Man City, etc., etc., lost to Chelsea. Brendan Rodgers would get uh, personal letters from each player's family members to read out on what it means to them to get them motivated before every game. So there's a little behind-the-scenes things with what Brendan Rodgers did. Obviously, it failed in the end because Gerrard reckons he got a bit too emotionally charged. Obviously, he cried against Man City when they won 3-2. And was it good or bad, putting that much emotion in him? I don't he, know. He's also a weird bloke. Like, he's got more, <laughs> Who, Rodgers? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> He's had more work done to him than Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'd be on the same page as you, Dan. Really, is that I think you have to win a major league in Europe, and I don't. I do not count the SPL as a major league nah. in Europe. I think they. Could, nah, it's only Sun, they, it's only Sunday league. Well, yeah, they could they could win it without a manager. I think Celtic, but yeah, he's he's done nothing else. I think you know promotion with Swansea. Is it through the playoffs? I think. And yeah. he didn't win the League Cup with Swansea, did he? That was, no. was that Loudrop? Was that Loudrop? Uh, Swansea? Been, yeah, I forget now. Brentford yeah. or Bradford? Yeah, Bradford, it was. Yeah, it was like, yeah, it was about yeah, five it was like nil, six nil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was it. Yeah. yeah. Um, but he's going to go up against Nuno. I think. I think they're pretty evenly matched. Do you, Harry, in terms of um, their managerial prowess? Obviously, Nuno's managed at a high level in the Champions League. Brendan Rodgers done the same yeah I think that's a great show and I also think we're Wolves and Leicester are quite evenly matched as well we're very similar aren't we I mean one week we can do what you know they went and beat Man City 5-2 and then they lost 3-0 at home to West Ham it it felt like a bit like us from years gone by but very similar teams I I think I know Bailey said he thinks Leicester have got more chance of being title challenges than us I don't know man like it's so close I really think we're really really similar teams and they finished just above us last year obviously but I think we could be in there finishing just above them this year too do you think that then? no on the whole I just I'm not looking at it from a who's the better team or anything I just think on the whole if you weighed up are Wolves or Leicester going to be title challengers I think Leicester have got more of a chance than we have I think we are reasonably evenly matched on the pitch and we've seen it over the last couple of years I mean should have beaten them twice both ended up being draws last year. So I think you always have a meltdown after Leicester Day, Dan. <laughs> Can I just say something, right? A few weeks ago, Sam, when you you were on the podcast when you were poorly, I said to Rouse and uh, Bayliss, I said, where do you think Wolves can finish? Like, And you, you and Rouse were like, yeah, 10th or 14th. Three weeks later, we're title challengers. <laughs> <laughs> it's mad I, haven't said, it. I haven't said we're a title challenger yet. I'm not, I'm not labelling it. I'm not, remember, Villa got a Champions League spot in October. Yeah, they've done well to get that. So I do not want to be one of those Wolves fans. Uh, Harry, do you think we will be unchanged? I think the answer, obviously, I well, we can guess what the answer is, but I just want you to say it yourself. Yeah, but you say that, but imagine ooh, if he like ooh. did just drop out Nori and bring Marcel back in if he's fit because he was meant to start. It'd be harsh, wouldn't it, if he dropped out Nori after that? He couldn't. Nah, but because obviously we're away, aren't we, against Leicester? Yeah. So I know it don't mean as much. Not we always really, go on about this with the no fans, but if he wants to be a bit more compact and uh, do his old counter-attacking style away from home, 
He might trust Marcel that a bit more. Really Very fun. controversial. <laughs> if he does it, it's, it's horrendous. Like, but yeah, it's got to be the same team, hasn't it? I think it's got to be the same team. Your big threats in that Leicester side are obviously Vardy and Tealmans. Barnes is a good player. It's got some decent, decent, decent players. So I think to to win a game against Leicester, you have to take Vardy out of the game, which means either Bolly or Car- Cody can't let him go for the entire match. Yeah. And hopefully Cody can sort of try and get the better of him but the guy's an awkward bugger see the near post header that led to their second or third goal the other night yeah, yeah. I, haven't yeah. Seen the game. I haven't seen the game absolutely class he cuts across the front of the box mm. totally out muscles the centre back dives and flicks a header he's so good at that just, yeah he's, oh, he's I'd have him at Wolves every day of the week he I love someone player. that works hard he works hard he bullies people he's clearly an absolute shit house. <laughs> <laughs> Like he is. He yeah. drinks port and WKD before. Yeah, games. I love his celebrations when uh, when when fans were there. If he's away from home and he scores in front of the away fans, he just stands there like that. Doesn't he? Yeah. Like, anyway, it's not about this. I still love him. No, no, that's true. No, yeah. True. I still think we got a chat. I'm still think we're going to get a result, but they're a decent team, Leicester. And the front three will stay the same, or is this a game for Traore, Harry? Nah, it's got to stay the same, hasn't it? Oh, now you want it to stay the same. What you got against Ain't Norway? Nah. What's this? Nah, man. I don't know. Is well, it, just experience-wise, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Because, look, defensively, I think he potentially can nearly give away a penalty. Oh. If Nuno wants to go more defensive, which I hope he don't, I want us to go all out attack and try and go from the off-lock against Palace. That's the reason I said that. But Traore, no, I don't think he'll start. There's no reason why with the way Neto and Pedence are playing, which obviously is very contradicting to me because Altnori was amazing as well. So I'm not saying I think Altnori will be dropped, but I'm saying it might happen. You never know. Nuno's thinking. I do think Nuno tries to outfox the managers on this selection sometimes. Yeah. Especially yeah. this year he has. Yeah. And I think I wouldn't be surprised if Pedence or Neto Neto seems to be his favourite so probably to Pedence even though I think he's played better so far I wouldn't be surprised if one got dropped and Traore starts just to fuck with Brendan Rodgers because Rodgers would have set up to play against the Wolves team that he saw against Palace that's very true uh, score prediction Harry I'll tell you what I'm going to go back to being really optimistic again because we're starting to play better so 4-1 win for Wolves <laughs> Desmond a 2-2 and of course for me it's a 2-1 Wolves uh, Bayless I think you got some bets there you had some uh, some specials put together just uh, talk us through those I, I have and I'm going to have to give a shout out first because I had to trawl through a lot of lost bets on Skybet thanks to our fucking useless American mate who told me Biden was going to win by bastard miles and you're having a shout out because I know you're going to listen to this tomorrow while you're in a bad mood about the election so you can sit and stew on it you git uh, the Desmond that I fancy a 2-2 draw is 14-1 to which I don't think actually is a great price um, I've done a couple for you boys as well. Cause I, it, a one-all draw and then Don could score first, ninety to one. Could happen. Could happen. Big what? Big ones. Neto to score first. A Wolves two-one. Sam, you might want to get some money on this. Fifty-five to one. That is a good price. I think that's a decent price. And Harry, you're four-one Wolves with Pedence <laughs> scoring first. Yeah. Any guesses? Three hundred to one. One hundred twenty-five. Four hundred seventy-five to one. Wow. Oh, that I love that. Actually. Yeah, I'm, I'm, although big shout out to Paddy Power, who um, on their power prices had Raul Jimenez one shot or more on target was even money the other day. Uh, so that was oh, free wow. money in my eyes, although he did just have the one shot on target. So it was a bit, <laughs> a bit squeaky bum time. Um, let's move on to something else. And it was, oh, I don't know what to do. I think, I think the new deal for Neto, Harry, I think he deserves it, doesn't he? Five-year deal, long-term deal. He completely deserves it. The stats back it up just a great thing that we're doing going forward isn't it is tying down these players to long term deals yeah 
No, I've, obviously, some people say it don't mean much because they'll go if they want to go, but I, I think it does. It's brilliant. And ever since he's come in, I loved him from the word go, just his, his determination. And I didn't know what he'd be like, but he's t- turned out to be a quality player, hasn't he? He showed it in spells last year. He's been brilliant at the start of this season. And the fact I just look at him, I just can't believe how young he is sometimes because he, yeah. he looks mature. He just The way he plays is mature and he's definitely one for the future. But hopefully he don't get too good because I don't want him doing a jota and leaving us next year. Yeah, talk about <laughs> that. That name is mud. Uh, Bayliss, just, just desserts, isn't it, for a, a young Portuguese player? I mean, that could be anyone in the Wolf squad, but it is Neto. Yeah, been very, very good, hasn't he? Especially this season. I think he's starting to grow into his role a little bit. He's still really young. What is he, 19 still? About 20, I think. One of the two. Still, very good. Keep going. You know, Jota just won the Ballon d'Or, so <laughs> prospects through like that. We're all right. Oh, just on Jota very quickly, because you brought him up there. Lots of, obviously, Liverpool fans are giving Wolves fans a lot of stick oh. on Twitter, aren't they, at the moment, Harry? And just, yeah. um, like Bailey said, but he seems to have won the Ballon d'Or in a game against Atalanta. He scored yeah, a hat trick well, in Europe last year. Easy, yeah, it's, against some farmers. Look, it's weird because on Twitter especially, there's a weird rivalry between Wolves and Liverpool. Maybe these transfers are why, but they were just getting obviously really excited. The Liverpool fans replying to the official Wolves tweets saying, oh my God, we've we've stole stole Jota off you. What a bargain, blah de blah Wolves were saying we've got Neto and Pedence, it don't matter. But fair play to Jota. I, I really liked, I loved him at Wolves. I've loved what he's, he's done for us. I was 50-50 when he went. You know, I liked him but he also was very in and out and inconsistent for us towards the end. So I didn't mind it when he went and maybe this new challenge is what he needed. But now, in my opinion, he'll go five games without scoring for Liverpool. So, you know, that's the way he is. But when he's on form, what a player. And it's hard to really talk bad about him because I really like what he did for us. And fair play to him, as long as he don't score against us when we play him, he can do what he wants. (laughs) Um, Bayliss, he had it on pretty good authority, didn't you, that he was... um that Ryan Bennett was shagging his missus. Is that why? Uh, <laughs> no, 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 that is not Allegedly. I think that's Allegedly. what you said. That is not what I had on good authority. Just a point. The Liverpool fans saying that it's an absolute <laughs> steal. I mean, it was 45 million quid. You've got to nick a lot of hubcaps and catalytic converters off the back of cars oh, in Liverpool gosh, to get 45 right, now, million quid. Hey, now, come on, Liverpool's a big city. That's probably quite easy to do. Um, <laughs> no, I have it on authority from an anonymous source which I know is all nonsense and we get caught in these Twitter nonsenses of people coming up with bullshit but relatively good authority I have this on from someone within football um, there was <laughs> an issue with Jota within football someone within football it's a tea lady it's a tea lady at Oldham <laughs> I know I can't mention I can't mention names for reasons Reason? but apparently Jota was getting a bit big for his boots yeah. proper big time Starting to get away in, in the way of the team ethic and the direction the team were going. Nuno, deci- Nuno decided when there was an offer made that he would get rid. It sounds feasible, doesn't it, Harry? That story it sounds doesn't, it doesn't feasible. Because obviously I don't know Jota, but just from what we've seen from the outside in, he don't seem not that tight to me. So if it is true, then fair enough. Um, Nuno's made the right decision, hasn't he? But they, they keep a lot in-house, don't they? And we don't know what he's like in and out of training. And maybe he's big time. But also, I'm also glad we sold him as well. Because say if he did know Liverpool was interested and Wolves were like, no, you're not going. He might have become a bit, you know, he might have down tools and not want to play for us type thing. So, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I really find that hard to believe, uh, Bayliss. But I'll take your word for it. How confident are you it's true, Dan? Scale of 1 to 10. It's from a... Credible yeah, source. 8-9. Nine. 8-9. Nine. It's from a decent source. Really? Oh, well, there you go. 
Yeah. <laughs> <Wait>. Jinx. <laughs> Just finally, and I think I've, I've got to buy one, but I'm going to have to wait for payday. Harry, the new retro kit range has been released by Wolves, and they just look so good oh mate well I did I literally just seen the pictures before because I've been at work and I ain't really seen it and oh mate the blue one Fabio Silver in the blue one obviously Raul I mean they, I've spent so much money on Warsaw's <laughs> this year and they're, they're just, they're just ten, ten, you know getting you in at they to buy another and fair play because whoever's in, in charge of doing all this with the Wolves shop and all that have done really well haven't they because they're enticing us all in and Mm. How years gone by I didn't buy any tops to be honest oh, here, he goes. here he goes oh, Bayless I think cause obviously that blue one they, you sent a picture through to the group of you and I at Glastonbury I think on the night of the Brexit vote so uh, we were a little bit weird. yeah I had your blue one on there, but it would, was original yes I've got two and I've got the mm. gold it's not a book tour I think it's slightly before that I've got but it's massive it's like extra large um, but I've got two a bit two tight on you is it I've got yeah. Um, yeah. Do you know the blue Jack. one <laughs> I've got that in like a really small but like tiny size. Okay, give it to. Some, I mean, I'm getting the babby. I'm yeah, getting yeah. that gold one. Like, I might buy it now. That's, oh, it's unreal, isn't it, man? Thanks, man. Yeah. Excellent. Well, look, we look ahead to uh, Leicester away at the weekend. Before Dan goes on a shopping spree, we will say goodbye to Harry Mansell. Yes, goodbye, everybody. And a goodbye to Dan Bayliss. Goodbye, Wolves fans. And it's a goodbye from me. Goodbye. Sports Social Podcast Network.